Hi, this is Steve Stakos, the Mayor of the City of Kingston, and you're listening to Radio Carum. a free elf and Dobby has come to save Harry Potter and his friends wait a minute wait a minute doc uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a DeLorean the way I see it if you're gonna build a time machine into a car why not do it with some style Yes, good afternoon, and we are back, baby. It's Girls on Film. Hello, Kim. Hello, Corinza. How are you? I'm pretty good uh, on this um, extra long weekend. Yeah, very good, isn't it, to have an extra day included on a day off? It is. Well, Girls on Film, we've got a bumper, bumper. Of course, it's always a bumper show lined up for you, but we've got some great movies that we've checked out this week. Kim, I went to the movies. I actually... Left home, it's so exciting. COVID restrictions are gone. <laughs> sat Because I've had COVID, I didn't even wear a face mask. I sat in the theatre, face maskless, and I checked out The Lost City. And I'm going to tell you all about that a bit later. It's actually a good film. I saw that one as well. I uh, went to the movies also and I saw Morbius, which is the new Marvel instalment for those of oh. you who are... You know, there's a lot of fanatics out there. It's not part of the MRC or what is it? No, so the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe. But it could be. It could be. I also checked out um, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which is about Tammy Baker on um, Netflix. Beautiful. And I'm going to review, of course, good old favourite Master Chef, which is back on Channel 10 with their fans Versus favourites. So, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Radio Caram. It's fabulous to have you here. And why don't we kick off, Kim, with your visit to the movies and mm-hmm. let's have a, let's check out the the trailer for Morbius. You need a doctor. I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. From here. To find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. People are strange. Dr. Michael Morbius? You've been missing for two months. When you're a stranger. Then you were found on a container ship that washed up off Long Island. Faces look ugly when you're alone. 
Increased strength and speed, and some form of bat radar. What else can I do? There are limits. There has to be. There's something inside of me who wants to hunt and consume blood. Michael. And you control it. I don't know. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. The other half wants to control you. Hey, uh, Dr. Mike, you and I should stay in touch. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? Who the hell are you, man? I am Venom. I'm just kidding. It's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. Yes, so that was a very long trailer from Morbius, one of our longest. Um, look, I went along uh, this week and saw this film. Now, it wasn't a great film, but it was a good film, uh, starring Jared Leto. Now, you might know him as the lead singer of, um, oh, what is it, 30 Seconds to Mars? Do you know them, Karenza? I can't say that I do, Kim. They're a very good band. In fact, they've won lots of awards and they've had some smash hits in the States. Uh, but he's also won an Oscar for the Dallas Buyers Club. He's a really good actor. Um, it also stars Matt Smith and... Oh, Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor Who. And a very small role from Michael Keaton, which he only appears at the end of the credits. Batman. That's right, Batman, but not as Batman. He appears as, I think it's the Vulture. So um, I think that's the lead-in for the next Marvel series um, Ah. of the, what did I call it, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which (coughs) incorporates, you know, all the Avengers and so So forth. So that's right, so you've got Iron Man and Thor. that's right. Now, Morbius isn't included in that, but I think after seeing the credits roll down, I think that it might be. Uh, they might kind of work it in because... So is it another action-adventure kind a, of... Is it a similar comic genre? Book, comic book hero kind of thing. But I'm not sure whether you can call Morbius a hero or a villain, really, mm-hmm. or an anti-hero. Maybe yeah. an anti-hero. Maybe an anti-hero, I'll call him. Um, but, yeah, it's it's directed by Daniel Espinosa, um, who also directed one of your favourite films, Karenza Life. Oh. Remember Life? Oh, I hated that film. <laughs> Calvin. That, that film was a horror film and if anyone interested, don't go and watch it. Don't see it. I think it's on Netflix. Do not watch it. It was very scary. I watched it and I don't think I, I think I turned it off as well. It was very, maybe we it should. It was scary. No, I will not be reviewing it. it. Okay. Okay. Well, look, um, as I said, Jared Leto stars as, as uh, Dr. Michael Morbius, uh, who along with his best friend Milo, played by Matt Smith, um, they've known each other since childhood and both are very gravely ill with a very rare blood disorder. 
So in an attempt to cure them both, Morbius um, ends up becoming a doctor. Uh, and uh, through years and years of research, he discovers and injects himself um, with what is potentially a cure. And what he injects himself with is uh, vampire bat DNA. Now, okay, so this is, the story sounds like it's going in a direction that may not be very mm, nice. No, no, it would always end in, in disaster, wouldn't it? Ends in tears, does it? Yeah. So does he become a vampire bat? Uh, he does, really, yeah. Uh, without giving too much away, I don't think I am. Uh, and I, I won't be giving away too much of the rest of the movie, but yes, he becomes a vampire bat. And um, look, he's a world-class doctor and he's already won a Nobel Prize for... All right, so he's a Nobel Prize winning fabulous doctor that becomes a vampire bat in order to save the, his life and the life of his best friend. Is that basically the synopsis? Yeah, but you'll just have to wait and see. I'm not going to give too much uh, more away, I don't think. It, 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 it goes kind of bad but then it kind of he turns himself around a little bit but um look it's 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 verging on a bit of horror because it is a bit bloodthirsty at times being a vampire film um but look some people actually i read some reviews uh over the weekend and some people said it was a flop now you you can cast your own um opinion on that because look it had a budget of 75 million and it's already taken 156 million at the And do you think office. that is taken that though because it's just got the tag Marvel I so, think so I think you go along because it's a Marvel you think yeah. oh yeah it could be Marvel Marvel's good I like the Marvel franchise yeah. uh, So your yeah, thoughts absolutely. on this one would you go absolutely. and see It was well, a long movie It was a oh yeah I think it was about 2 hours I can't really recall uh very dark film bit like the Batman, very yeah, similar okay. along that genre, uh, filmed uh, entirely in London. Look, some of it was staged in New York, but it wasn't actually in New York. It was filmed in Manchester in the UK. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Um, uh, I think I'd give it about. I think I'd give it three stars, maybe three and a half, just because Jared Leto's in it. And you love Jared Leto. I do. I really do. Now the score was composed by John Extant. Now, um, the song that I've chosen for this, though, is uh, People Are Strange. This was an original song by The Doors. However, on this occasion, it's actually sung by Epic Geeks. And what I found interesting of this using this, because obviously you could hear that in the trailer. Mm. If you're thinking about vampires, of course, that was one of the theme songs from The Lost Boys. It was another vampire film. Vampire film. So maybe yeah. People Are Strange has a bit of a, it, a vampire yeah. twist. It's certainly quite a dark song, isn't it, that kind of ducks and dives a bit so maybe it's a dark song for a dark movie it is way back in 1987 that movie was so that's playing at the cinemas now then kim it is it's still there and for anyone who wants to get out to hoyt's this week it's the movie of the week so if you're a member it's only ten dollars this week well that's good to know ten dollars in the and they've got the leather recliners leather recliners it's a really comfortable cinema well morbius if you're if you're a marvel fan or you like vampires or you're prone to that kind of dark Dark movies, m- minor horror, Kimmy, would you say minor? Yeah, minor horror. It's a bit, bit of a thriller, really. A scary mm. thriller. Go and check out Morbius, but let's have a listen to People Are Strange. Hi, I'm Dr. Floyd Gomes, uh, a.k.a. Atticus Health with Dr. Floyd, you might recall, and it's great to be here at Radio Caram. Don't worry about a thing, because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Don't worry. 
about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright. If you got a tummy ache, or you don't feel right, or if you have a nasty rash, keeping you up at night. Don't worry about a thing. Don't worry. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright. There you go, Atticus Health there, a local sponsor on the fantastic Radio Caram. You're listening to me, Carenza, and my co-host, Kim, this gorgeous afternoon for Girls on Film and sticking with the movies, Kim. I've been out to the cinema as well. Fantastic. Isn't it great to get out to the movies again? It is fantastic to get out to the movies again. So along with my, um, well, I snuck in my own bottle of water. I wasn't going to pay $5 for a (laughs) bottle, so I had my own water. But with the popcorn as well from the candy bar, I went to check out the... Lost City. Now that's the slapstick comedy, Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. So let's have a listen to their trailer. Three, two, one. Here's a trailer for the Lost City. Here's a trailer for the Lost City. Screw you, man. You led me straight to the Lost City. Now, prepare to die. There are just hundreds of snakes in this temple just waiting for us to show up. What? Why aren't they biting that guy? This is ridiculous. Delete. 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 Listen, Loretta, we need you to promote your new book on the Lost City. You can't spend your life in the bathtub drinking Chardonnay with eyes. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's sexiest cover model, Dash McMahon! You do know you're not Dash, right? Dash is a character I made up. Dash! Oh my god. Miss Sage, I enjoyed your book about the lost city, and I believe you're the one who can help me find its treasure. I have to respectfully decline. I'm afraid I must insist. Unchain me! That's a seatbelt. Oh no. Loretta Sage is missing. I'm gonna rescue her. I just want her to think of me as more than a cover model. Let's start living dangerously. Alan, what are you doing here? We're here to save you. I'm certified CPR, I'm certified CrossFit. I have snacks. Off to them! This is like your book. We're on the Love More and Dash adventure right now. I'm gonna help you out a little bit. Let's go. What are you doing? Don't do that. Go. Oh Come God, on. get out of there. This is not a romance novel. Jungles eat people like us. Ah, what is that? Get it off. Please. Please. I can feel I'm sucking my soul. Rip it like a bandit. Yeah. Oh, make that sound. Yeah. Feels like there's more. Holy mother of God. Uh, I just suck out on my butt like a big old Jamba juice. Oh. We're so close. I could actually find the lost city. If I don't get to this island, my friend and her cover model are going to die. I am driving. Oh, 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 oh. The Red Sage, getting you out of here. Why are you so handsome? My dad was a weatherman. Hey, whoa, she doesn't need saving in there. Uh, What are you doing in there? There you go, Kim. So that is the trailer to The Lost City. Now, it is 
absolutely 101 comedy so i think we're a completely different genre um compared to what you were um just recently checking out so obviously it stars sandra bullock who mm-hmm. i absolutely brilliant actress. love channing tatum as well and mm-hmm. we get a great cameo in there as well but from brad pitt yeah he was fabulous i thought of course and daniel radcliffe from of mm. course the uh, whole harry potter kind of um franchise also is part of this too so absolutely fantastic cast now let me tell you a bit about it so what we have is Sandra Bullock's character is an, an author and she writes best-selling novels and Channing Tatum's character is basically the model that appears on the front cover and is the hero in all of her books. A bit um, like the Mills and Boone cover, isn't kind it? Kind of, yeah, 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 exactly. And so the covers are really, really big deal. So we're about to see her at her book launch. And um, what's really fascinating is as as the film um, takes takes um, sort of shapes up, you realise that she's actually more than an author. So what's happened is she's an author and she's become an author, but she's become an author really at a point in her time when she's become really sad. So before she was an author, her backstory is that she would travel around the world, an archaeologist um, with mm. her partner and her partner dies and she kind of starts to give up really on life and give up on living and now exists really through her books. And it's so a she. Dan Brown-esque where, you know, she writes a bit of fiction with a bit of fact. Or a lot of fact. Yeah, actually. a lot of fact, yeah. And so the story, as the story goes, she's at the book launch um, <laughs> along with, um, you know, the, the model, the book cover mm-hmm. model, and everyone wants to see the book cover model and no, one's, no one wants to see her. And she's made to wear this ridiculous purple, sparkly, <laughs> skin-tight jumpsuit. And she's quite upset because, of course, it's very figure-hugging and it keeps going up her bum. Um, and, you know, we're, we're starting with this and she, you, can, you get the picture. She's trying to get on the stool and it's so tight to sit and talk. And the only questions that people have aren't really about the book they're just about the cover model so she decides to you know get into a bit of a fight with the, with um, Channing Tatum's character the cover model storms off and proceeds to get kidnapped by none other than Daniel Radcliffe mm. and his henchmen um, and they are searching for searching for a lost treasure and he believes that she has the skills to be able to find it so look it is look my view is it's a bit of a slapstick take on indiana jones it is but it's really enjoyable it's funny it's mm. funny it's slapstick funny um, and brad pitt has a hilarious cameo role i mm-hmm. mean absolutely hilarious cameo and again stereotypical of you know the you know the movie hero who comes in to save the day all of those things and what i, I love about this film is that absolutely take the mickey out of this kind of movie and each other and they i think they do it really really well she's a fabulous actress she's so versatile she does you know drama comedy she's just really yeah really great. that's surprised to me i mean no surprises there i thought she was really good channing tatum is a, a sort of sort of a, a dorky nerd mm. who's trying to be a you know a hero and save her is hilarious as well very clever very funny so brad pitt's cameo is brilliant but daniel radcliffe i think is fantastic as this kind of crazy and again total stereotypical crazy english professor nutter person that that wants to discover you know this the the hidden treasures of the lost (laughs) island of d Um, they're extremely well acted they are and again as i said look it, it reminded me of the sort of genre of the um Naked Gun films with the fabulous late Leslie Nielsen, who I absolutely adored, and a bit romancing the Stone and Indiana Jones yeah, all, kind of, but but yeah. but, a, but I think a Mickey take of yeah, all of them. That's right. So you're not going to go and watch an intellectual movie that's going to make you think. You're going in here to the cinema to see some slapstick, yeah. to have a good laugh, and that's you'll right. definitely. I, I laughed a lot in so this film, I. and you know some of the jokes were just so corny and so fabulous, mm. but. 
for me, it was a nice bit of escapism, just a nice break from reality, an opportunity just to kick back, eat some popcorn with my kids, have a bit of a laugh. Um, and yeah, it was, it was a good two hours. You know, so I, well done. I would give that a three stars, Kim. Yeah, I, I, I would tend to give it three and a half. But you know, it was really nice to see, and you don't see it very often, where the female lead is older than her love interest. Now, without giving too much away, well, she 16 is, years... Is that 16 years? 16 years difference between Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Wow. Isn't that incredible? Normally it's the other way around, yeah. so it was really good to see. <laughs> well, I reckon this is a movie that you could take the family to. You could definitely take the kids to this. Now, you were just saying at the end mm-hmm. of, you know, in, in the break there about Morbius, not sure you'd take possibly no. some of the younger kids to no. see that one. A Look, you know, dark. 13 and above maybe, but no younger than that. It's a bit bloodthirsty. Uh, but this one, oh, I took my ki- both my kids along to this one and it was fabulous. They loved it. So a good family, a good family, mm. feel good, silly, funny film. We don't have to think too much about or, you know, think too deeply about. Well, look, it had a great, great music soundtrack all well, the way through Take it. by the Ocean oh, on I that trailer. Yeah. I was bopping along. So, look, I've chosen Spandau Ballet's True, which actually is right at the start of mm. the film at the at the book launch. Um, fantastic song, fantastic soundtrack. Um, yeah, definitely one I would go and check out. So let's listen to Spandau Ballet. Hi, I'm Freddie from Freddie's Kitchen. Let's get behind Radio Karam. Go, Karam. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's. Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Indeed it is. Freddy's Kitchen, they're one of the fantastic sponsors of Radio Caram. And please get behind our sponsors. They really are remarkable local businesses. Um, Kim, you have been checking out a couple of movies this week because you've been over on, uh, what, what channel is this one on? Well, I, th- I think I said Netflix before. And look, it streams on most, um, you know, platforms. Platforms, that's the word I'm looking for. However, I think it comes with a price on a lot of them, but on the Disney Channel it's actually free. Now, I checked out The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Now, Tammy Faye, or The Eyes of Tammy Faye, was an Oscar-winning film that was based on um, the, well, it's a biographical drama about Tammy Faye Baker. So, we're going to listen to the trailer and um, we'll, we'll, I'll talk more about it when we get back. Tammy Faye. What'd you do? Hello, Mother. This is Jim Baker, my husband. (laughs) It's all part of our mission to help people. Anyone who's hurting or they feel like they've been left out. God has a plan for us. What'd he tell you to do this time? Jesus keeps a ticking me higher and higher. Jim will preach and I'll sing. to be poor. Dr. Fowler, a pleasure. Now God has a voice in this fight. Who's he fighting? Liberal agenda. Homosexual agenda. Faith isn't political. You can't talk to him like that. Jerry Falwell's a powerful man, Tammy Faye. She's a firecracker, Jim. (laughs) If everyone watching could double their pledge just for one month, God loves you. 
He really does. We're not doing anything wrong, though. Is that a question? Tammy and I are undergoing the most vicious attacks. Serving God don't feel like it should be a money-making opportunity. You know, when I saw that clipping with my face on it, I thought for a second that you were proud of me. Oh, Tammy Faye, you follow blindly. In the end, all you are is blind. These eyes. I just want to love people. The devil's coming for me, Tammy. Can we talk about Satan later, Jim? of AIDS. I can't look at this. You need to get her under control. I built you an empire. You built you an empire. Some people, they're just hurting so bad, and we just need to love them. I want to put my arm around you. And I want to put my arms around you, Tammy Faye. <laughs> looking in the rear view mirror of my life. This is who I am. Now, as I do every year, I make a list of um, the Oscar winners and the eyes of Tammy Faye is no exception. So the amazing Jessica Chastain was the star of the show, but she also produced it. And, Karenza, would you believe she also sang most of the score, most of the of the soundtrack? That's incredible. Yeah, they were the original songs that were originally sung by Tammy Faye Baker. Oh, was she a singer? Yeah, no, well, yeah, she was a singer, but she was obviously – look, I'll tell you what, they, they were TV evangelists, her and her husband. And basically, as I said before, it's a biographical drama about Tammy – and alongside her husband, Jim Baker, who were both TV evangelists. But along the way, she sang songs and she got the, t- uh, you know, the audience engaged by singing the gospel songs and all the, the religious songs and so forth. And look, they were huge in the 70s, 80s and 90s. So huge, in fact, that apart from building an empire um, and a TV network, they also opened a, a theme park. But um, What kind of a theme park? Um, well, it was a religious theme park based on, on um, you know, the Christian religion, but with with rides and everything to get all the kiddies in and so forth. So, but it goes way back. Than what, what, roll up, roll up. Come on, the Christmas <laughs> on the Christian waltzes well, or the, the Big Dipper. And you've got to remember that these guys were going twenty four seven on a twenty four hour channel. Oh, like cable TV. It was. It was. Well, it was kind of cable TV back then in in the states. So it just it rolled around. When they weren't on there, they had ever other TV evangelists on their own network. Wow. So it just rolled and rolled. So it it goes back to the humble beginnings of of of. Tammy, though, um, growing up in a very, very poor family, um, and and it, it goes and where she finally meets um, her husband Jim Baker, and together they go on to, as I said, to create their own television network. Originally, they were working for others, and then they became instant sensations overnight on TV. I think they started off doing a kids show from memory, um, and obviously they became extremely wealthy. Now I remember these guys. You know, and I, I used to think, oh God, there's such. Sorry, no that's pun probably intended, a, oh no God. pun intended. But they would, they just appeared to be, you know, quite fraudulent. Well, he did anyway. She was always a really lovely, um, you know, looking lady, and she wore a lot of makeup. And a lot of people used to make fun of her the way she used to look and so forth. But look, Jim ended up taking advantage of that wealth, and he ends up going to jail and um, through being charged with fraudulent you know, 
fraud. Activities. Yeah, basically he he uh, you know bled the money dry and so forth and ended up uh, um, owing a fortune. Um, yeah, so he goes to jail, and it's just it, it just shows the incredible drive of Tammy, and um, who th- through the whole film I found took a ba- had to take a back seat to her husband. You know how it was back mm. in the day with women. Mm. You know, I think she was really the force behind all their success and their popularity, and she was. Um, I mean, I think people really, really were drawn to her, and and she was a really, I guess. I, you know, I've, I, I believe Jessica Chastain when I've read the interviews that she is a good person because she was at least portrayed as quite a good person. Um, and look, she was forever sticking up for people, uh, minority groups. Um, you know, she was well, um, you know, she, she well was quite a, Yeah, she was quite a feminist in her day, I think. Um, she stu- stood up for gay rights, uh, AIDS victims and so forth. Um, and uh, I think we saw a different side than than we saw back in the day. Um, yeah, I think she was d- genuinely trying to do good. And uh, look, she was very much a true Christian follower. Uh, she had her ups and downs, though. We we watched her disintegrate into, you know, the the depths of uh, alcoholism and drug addiction. Uh, drug addiction being pills and so forth. Um, but you know, when you look back on on the life that she lived, I mean. Trying to keep up with with the appearances and and putting up with the crap that Jim, you know, put 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 on her. I mean, who wouldn't really? Um, but uh, yeah, look, it was it was really really good. Um, as I said before, Jessica Chastain is a superstar. Uh, she was she won the um, best actress Oscar this year, twenty twenty two for this film for this film. So. Um, go out and see it. She's also, I think she's been nominated six times for Golden Globes Goodness. over the years. I know she was in Molly's Game. Do you remember Molly's Game? Really good film. And another one was Zero Dark Thirty um, about Osama Bin Laden and his capture and demise. So uh, really, really, really good film. Um, filmed wholly in the US. Um, yeah, it was great. So people can catch this on Disney, you said mm. earlier. Yeah, Disney. Oh, look, it's on a lot of other platforms. But but if you've got Disney, uh, it's currently free. Fantastic. Okay, so that is the through the eyes of Tammy. The eyes of Tammy Faye. Well, you talked about Jessica Chastain. Let's let's listen to one of the songs from the music soundtrack. And this is Don't Give Up. Um, that would seem to make sense from the story that you're telling. So let's have, let's have a listen. On the Brink of a Miracle, Don't Give Up. G'day everyone, I'm AC from Friday Night Frothies, also very involved in the sporting club. We're here today at the grand opening. Any opportunity I get, I'll be listening to Radio Carrum. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nice. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. And welcome back. So, Kim, um, that was through the eyes of uh, Tammy Faye. I don't think I asked you what you gave that in terms of stars. Yeah, look, um, I look brilliantly acted. I'll give it three and a half stars for the acting uh, because it was just really, really good. But, um, yeah, it was, it was just kind of a hard watch. 
I can imagine. Okay, well, I am checking out the new series of MasterChef Kim, Fans versus Favourites, where 12 emerging home cooks take on 12 loved previous MasterChef contestants. I'm addicted to this series. So let's have a look at this. MasterChef, the new series on Channel 10. Cooking for me has grown out of a desire to feed my family, to feed my friends, to nourish people and to make them happy. It's all about heart. It's all about love. I'm coming back because I love food so much. I love cooking so much and there is something about that kitchen that's sort of drawing me back. Cooking is my life. I love it so much. And to win MasterChef twice, wow, that would be a dream come true. 12 of MasterChef's favourite contestants are coming back to the kitchen. With 12 of the finest home cooks in Australia right now. Some of my TikTok videos have over 8 million views. I really want to take that success into the MasterChef kitchen. I watched MasterChef growing up. This whole experience is like a dream come true. I want to show you some of these big names that a bloke from Darwin can mix it with some of the best MasterChef has ever produced. What will it take to win MasterChef this year? I think we all know the answer to that. Love is all you need. There you go, Kim. MasterChef, it's back. Fans versus favourites. Now, look, I am a big MasterChef fan, so I was very excited to see the new season coming in. Um, now, of course, it's huge, MasterChef, and it's undergone um, its own um, massive, I suppose, facelift or transformation just only a few years ago with the introduction of three new judges who have turned out to be a huge hit for the juggernaut, the, the franchise. So in this format, what we're seeing is fans. So these are 12 everyday cooks, mm -hmm. um, although they're not really everyday, as you just heard one of them say in the advertisement. There are 8 million views on some of her TikTok posts. For That's unbelievable. Sakes. And I believe Julie Goodwin's back. Well, she is, because they're also bringing back 12 of the favourites. And you certainly heard Julie Goodwin there, who is, of course, the OG, the original winner from season one. Now, do you know who she won against in season one? Can you remember? I do, Poe. Who could forget? It was Poe. It absolutely was. So we're seeing the we're seeing the favourites, um, and obviously the, they're up against these fans. And these fans are absolutely up-and-coming um, chefs or cooks, if you like. Um, some of them are amazing. I mean, I know I just sounded like I hadn't seen the series, but I actually have. And some of those young kids, they're incredible. Well, let's have a look. On the favourite size, of course, we do have Julie Goodwin. That was the winner of season one and true love of all MasterChef diehards. So I think everyone who loves MasterChef mm. was delighted to see her coming back. Quite emotional too. Very, She's very, had a really hard road. It is. She has been on a, on a tough journey. Mm. And, you know, what you can actually see is that um, – she lacks confidence, uh, and that's what we're really starting to see, I guess, as this season unfolds. Um, but we also have season 10 champ as well, Sashi, who um, mm. has since, since he's left has gone on to open his own restaurant, and it will soon be um, opening another restaurant as well, um, internationally as well. Wow. So he's phenomenal. He's an he amazing is. chef. 
Um, so he's doing he's doing very well. And do you remember Tommy from Tommy the last season? Tommy was my favourite last year. I hope he does well this year. So we have year. Tommy and Manoli are back mm-hmm. from last Manoli season. Manoli was well. lovely too. So yeah. Tommy, who was of course the Vietnamese cook, and Manoli, yeah. who was on her journey from breast cancer as That's well and right. recovery. So yeah. they're back as well as Michael Weldon. Um, now he was the season three runner-up. Um, so he's turned up to go one better. He really wants to win this. Mm. Um, so we're seeing um, twelve, yeah, twelve previous contestants back um and i guess you know back with all of the learning that they've had the experiences they've had running pop-up restaurants Mm. their own restaurants they've got a lot of i guess expertise underneath their belts and then of course you've got the upstarts and these are young kids who Mm -hmm. have got pretty good careers but are, are wanting to be chefs and wanting you know to come on this show and really really um you know i guess turn up the heat so we've got a melbourne barista harry um, and who um, you were just saying earlier was forced to develop her skills with cooking vegetables because of a lack of money when, mm. when she was growing up. Um, she lives in a share house and um, they all just eat vegetables because they can't afford meat now. No, and Montana mm. is a TikTok influencer. Mm. Um, so basically she's already a celebrity chef, as I said, with 8 million hits on some of her TikTok um, posts, crazy. which is incredible. So mm. she's a fan but clearly no amateur. So these, mm. these, these fans are absolutely um, superstars in their own right. And then we've got Steph Woon as well, who comes across as quite shy and retiring. Um, but uh, she's now known after the first week as the cake queen in oh, terms of yeah. some of the she's fabulous a bank cakes analyst, yeah. yes, that she can cook. Um, so, look, it's very, very um, interesting. It's set up. There's a lot a lot going on here. And in that first week, you know, we had one of the big biggest challenges already really early mm. in the piece, which was a food service challenge, mm. which is quite unheard of. And of course, you would think that the, the favourites would do very well in this, having been in a, a number of these types of service challenges before. And they're up against, of course, the fans. So we see a lot of competition between these two groups as well as individual work and people fighting for It was immunity. neck and neck, wasn't it? And it was very close. It, it came is. down to the line. So I mean, if, you're, if you're a fan of MasterChef... Mm. Um, a great format because you've got some of your old favourites back as well as some new people and I don't know about you Kim but whenever I watch this show on my word I get so hungry I could eat so many of the recipes and I am not a vegetarian at all whatsoever by any means but when they were talking then about Harry who's had to learn to cook veggies because basically you know growing up as a young kid in a share house with very Mm. little she cooked this burnt butter cabbage mm-hmm. oh my word i so i would pay to go and eat that that I think looked uber, incredible yeah i think uber eats a double its money during the four days a week that this uh, show is on i certainly uh, wanted is. to pick up the phone and call uber eats last night so it's very much your, your loved format it's back i mean we've got jock andy and mm. melissa fabulous Do you judges. know what i prefer them uh, to the old judges i just think they've just got like, such a great chemistry and they just seem a lot more caring don't you think i think they all three of them well you've got andy obviously he's been through the program and won yeah, it you he know did. so he, he was won. a master chef champion you've got jock mm. you know who's come from the school of hard knocks to work his yes. way up and be the person that he is today and then mel melissa mm. you know who is a food critic who you know has gone through her own i guess mental health challenges and struggles in life too and they bring that to the show which is very very different yeah look i'm such a fan i've actually got a, a pair of um the worry beads made and designed by jock 
uh, which my partner gave me at Christmas. And um, What an awesome a, gift. What a beautiful gift that was. Well, we can't talk about MasterChef. I have to score it first without, of course, playing Katy Perry's Hot and Cold the theme course. song. And you remember they, they had Katy Perry, obviously. Yes, she was uh, running around like a, a lunatic and she was pregnant at the time, she wasn't she? Was she indeed. was She was really good and she went right up in my standards after that show. So it's back. It's on Channel 10, of course, Sundays, Mondays, Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Interestingly enough, it hasn't done as well as they'd hoped in the ratings for the first week in this last week. It was actually pipped by um, The Voice over on Channel really? 7, mm. which I think Keith is very Urban. sad. I'm a, such a fan of, um, of MasterChef. But so you can, can always go back and watch it later. On 10 Play. Oh, yeah, that's Absolutely. what I do. Absolutely. So I will score this four and a half out of five. If you're that's a MasterChef fan, score, you're going to be watching. If you've never seen it highly recommend giving it a go it's a great show you feel good too it's a feel good show and it's it's a show about cooking and it's not a show about cooking if that Mm. makes any kind of sense and only just this week you know a big conversation about mental health yeah um so really really worth the watch four and a half stars from me would you know what i'm going to give it i'm going to go one up on you i'm going to give it five I just can't get enough of it. <laughs> so there you go, Channel 10, uh, Master Chef. Let's check out Katy Perry's Hot and Cold. G'day everyone, I'm AC from Friday Night Frothies, also very involved in the sporting club. We're here today at the grand opening. Any opportunity I get, I'll be listening to Radio Caram. If you're the Caram just call Mitchell Tall Or in Patterson Lakes Just call Mitchell Tall Anywhere Bayside Just call Mitchell Tall Buy a summer house Just call Mitchell Tall Mitchell Tall Real estate Oh yeah, real little real estate We want more Well, you are listening to Girls on Film, Kim. We have come to the end of today's show and we have had a lot of fun. We've seen some great shows. Let's Mm. go. Let's just retrack. So Morbius. Now, we gave that three and a half stars. Yeah, I gave that three and a half. I gave most things three and a half today. Currently on at the cinemas as well. So you can go and book in and take yourself down to the cinemas. The $10 movie of the week at Hoyt's. And we also checked out The Lost City as well, starring uh, Sandra Bullock. That's the comedy. Um, that's also, we gave that another three and a half stars. Yeah, as currently well. showing at the cinemas at the moment as, as well. well. So mm-hmm. two two flicks at the movies to mm-hmm. go and see, both yeah. worth seeing. And we certainly thought that The um, the Lost City was definitely a family-friendly movie too, It's a great we? film. It's a great film, yeah. Now, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, you mm. can see, as you said, on Disney. Um, now, that came in at three and a half stars as well, Kim. Yeah, look, I gave it three and a half stars just because Jessica Chastain was just so well, it was just so well acted by her and produced and sung. So that was the high score. Other than, if, it, if she wasn't in it, I probably would have only given it two and a half, three stars. So you can check that out over on Disney. And finally, MasterChef, obviously on 10 and 10 play, and we gave that a whopping four and three quarters. Um, fans versus favourites back on. Fantastic. I love MasterChef. So next time on Girls on Film, I have been to the Comedy Festival, Kim, and mm-hmm. Ursula Carson is going on tour and she's debuted her act at the Comedy Festival. So I'm going to review that because she's going to be back in Victoria and back in Melbourne for you to go and see that show if you want to. 
I've seen that, not that show, but I have seen her before. She Not only is she crass, but she is superb. She is fabulous and very, very naughty. So she's uh, playing at the Bunjil Bunjil Place, Place. in Narrow Warren shortly, I think in June. So if there are still tickets available, really go ahead and, and book book them because you won't be disappointed now next week i'm looking at the disney series only murders in the building starring uh martin short and steve martin oh fabulous yeah uh fabulous i oh, look at the moment i've only watched uh, one episode but i plan to um, binge it for the rest of the week now for a movie um i'm watching or reviewing the power of the dog now that was another Oscar nominee. So you'll you'll find that over the next coming weeks I'll be doing a lot of the Oscar nominees or the Oscar winners. Okay, Kim. Well, I'm going to check out Spencer as well. Another Oscar nominee. That's right, another movie. So yeah. um, some good, good things to share with you all next time. Mm-hmm. So until then, I guess take care. Stay Absolutely. safe. See you later, everyone. And we'll see you next week on Girls on Film. 